Time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something and pretend he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! When it comes to all things Nick Taylor winning the 2023 RBC Canadian Open, the one thing I am not going to do is to try... Where does it rank in the greatest moments in Canadian sports history? And and listen, I'm not against those lists. I do them, you do them, we all do them all the time. And it makes total sense right now. Uh, the man sunk a 72-foot putt to end a 69-year drought. I mean, of course we all start ranking. We all do it in our heads. And, well, okay, it's not the golden goal, uh, but, you know, Mike Weir winning the Masters is the better accomplishment. But as moments go, eh, it's not as good because, you know, it was Matisse. It was Weir facing. Uh, I mean, that was the longest putt of his career at the greatest moment of his professional career. So, I, I you know, uh, I would have it ranked. And then I'm like, no, stop doing it. Stop doing that dumb train of thought. I'm not doing it because that means I have to push something else out. I just, I just want to live in all of those moments on Sunday. Is, is that all right? Now, what makes this victory for Taylor that much more special is that no one saw it coming. I mean, he was lousy on Thursday. He finished bogey, bogey, double bogey. And that double bogey, that was on the par 518. Par fives are where you get your birdies, not your double bogeys. He had an opening round of 75. And the talk on Friday morning was, would Taylor even make the cut? Forget about a path to victory. You wouldn't have blamed anyone in Taylor's camp if they were checking ways to see what's the best route to get to Pearson Airport from Oakdale. I mean, it's only 14 kilometers, but, you know, traffic. But he managed to regroup. He got wise words, advice, and a pep talk from his wife. The advice was simple. Stop it so hard on yourself. Suddenly, he's setting a course record of 963 on Saturday, and he's in contention. Then comes Sunday. Four birdies on the front nine. He's got, like, the lead, but it's a very small one. And and Tommy Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton, these guys, they're circling like jaws around the orca. And I bet like you, you're like, oh, this isn't going to happen. He got those pars on 13, 14, 15. Everyone's catching up. Everyone's tied. Then a bogey on 16. And it looks like the dream was slipping away. And then the finish. Birdie putts of 18 and 12 feet respectively on 17 and 18. I mean, it's crazy. It is so damn clutch. You couldn't take your eyes off of it. I'm sitting up here at my cottage, and I'm like, no, we're not going outside. And, and, and by the way, before we get to the playoff, what made Sunday so great also was the crowd. The crowd was a big part of this story. Fans drinking all day, chanting golfers' names, the stench of Caesars, topless dudes. It was great. And then those birdies on 17 and 18. You, you, if you were in Etobicoke, you could hear the roars of approval that were going on. And then what about all of Taylor's peers hanging around? That's also what made it more special when all these other great golfers are sticking around because they want to witness history. When you know all some of the top of the top are sticking around, well, I think we should have as well. And we did. Mackenzie Hughes, Adam Svensson, 
Corey Connors, Hadwin, Mike Weir. It was all so cool seeing them this there cheering on Taylor. And, I mean, a little bittersweet seeing Mike Weir because we know how close he came back in the day to having this type of nationalistic glory. Then you had the putt. Then you had the putt that no one thought would go in until it went in. I mean, you heard Owen, you know, my producer talking about it the same way. Let, let, let's hear the calls of it, shall we? Let, let's start with Jim Nance. Here's, here is Jim Nance calling the incredible win at the RBC. Good pace. Are you serious? Oh, my goodness! Glorious and free! Ah, oh, clever. He got in the national anthem. But the part's like, wait, this isn't going to happen? Oh, my God, it's happening. Like, this is perfect. And now let's hear our very own, and he'll be joining the show later, from Golf Talk Canada, here's Mark Sacchino. Swing of the putter. Comes up with some speed. Now up the rise. For the eagle. For the win. To the cap. Take it. Yes. 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 The drought is over. The drought is over. Nick Taylor with the eagle. The 2023 RBC Canadian Open champion. History. History. 500 FedEx Cup points. Two-year exemption. He's an icon now in this country. Zakina's going to join us like a half an hour or so. What's his voice going to be like? Some of the other highlights, of course, you have to start with Adam Hadwin, tackled by security. And there's so many great angles of the hit. Again, that's from the love for Twitter. You got to see all these different videos live and then doctored ones. And everyone with Ray Lewis memes, Terry Tate office linebacker, NFL receiver Adam Thielen chiming in. And maybe the big star became Adam Hadwin's wife, Jessica. Where she tweets, oh my god, I can't handle these different angles. The security guard's laser focus on his target. Adam's commitment to a giant bottle of champagne. So many things to take in with every new point of view. And yeah, I loved all of it. And I love the fact he protected the champagne as much as his own body. And I tweeted out about it and it got back to me. The champagne, it was a Mouette de Chardon Brut Imperial. And uh, the, 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 if you want to know what this champagne is like, I looked it up. This is a non-vintage champagne, pale, strong color with a fine mousse, defined aromas of roasted nuts, rye bread toast, and grapefruit. The palate is extra dry with just shy of medium body and lovely replay of flavors from the nose with a mineral note on a clean finish. Back to Jessica Hadwin who provided more medical reporting later on, again, via Twitter, where she sent out this message saying, sorry to leave you all hanging, had to get the toddler ready for bed. I'm thrilled to report that Adam Hadwin is still among the land of the living. And and in true Canadian form, he apologized to the security guard for being tackled. How Canadian is that? I, I mean, you know, I can't believe earlier in the, in the tournament, Nick pops in some AirPods and was doing a live interview with Jim Nance. By the way, this is the second year where the Canadian Open made a ton of news. Remember last year? That's when the whole live thing was getting going. That was the week where Mickelson said, I'm going to live. And Jay Monahan is banning golfers. And then who won it? It was Rory McIlroy. So you drama last year, and he got drama this year. And by the way, how about a quick shout-out to uh, the last Canadian Open winner, Pat Fletcher. I looked it up. The son of a dentist, born in 1916. And by the way, did you know that when he won the Canadian Open in 1954 at Point Grey Golf Club in Vancouver, that he 
Pat Fletcher, he was the first Canadian to win it in 40 years. Before Pat Fletcher, the last time it was done was the first year of the First World War, 1914. My final image, after sinking that monster putt, the longest of his career, Nick Taylor flung his putter like Jose Bautista's infamous bat flip. Huh, I wonder, how does the 2023 Canadian Open compare with the Bautista bat flip against Texas? No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna enjoy the moment, and that is my opening thought. I'm finished.